Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and the Market. Despite the current uncertain state of the digital asset industry, some investors are bullish on cryptocurrencies. But as we approach 2023 and face uncertain macroeconomic conditions for risk assets, will investor confidence in digital assets continue to remain strong? We have two guests joining us today with Pamela Lee, head of sales APAC, and Elizabeth Dethy, who is the product lead at Talos. Elizabeth, will be joining us a little bit later. But first, we have Pamela on the line. Hi, Pamela. Welcome to the show. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Pamela, leading sales in APAC for Talos. Hi, Pamela. So how would you describe the digital assets or crypto space at the moment? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, despite some market volatility and high-profile incidents of fraud and mismanagement, I think the overall sentiment for the crypto space is still optimism. Mm-hmm. All these incidents that we have seen last year also has led to increased government scrutiny and regulation. Some actually see this as necessary for the industry to be more mature and gain mainstream acceptance. Mm-hmm. For some institutions that have already dedicated resources to do crypto, this mm-hmm. is not going to go away. But mm-hmm. it would just take time because of more scrutiny, checks, red tape with what is happening in the market. I would say, in fact, bear market might be the best time to build. While mm-hmm. the crypto space may be facing headwinds in the present, many in the industry and in traditional markets believe that the long-term outlook is still very promising. Okay, okay. So it seems like some investors here in Singapore are still bullish on crypto in, you know, in the face of an uncertain macroeconomic backdrop. But why is that? Mm, I would say there are a few reasons. Mm. I think firstly, Singapore has a favorable regulatory environment, which has created a level of legal certainty that has helped to attract investment in the crypto space. Secondly, Singapore has a very strong financial sector, making it a prime location for crypto and blockchain businesses to mm-hmm. set up operations. And Singapore government has also been actively promoting blockchain and cryptocurrency development, which provides a very strong incentive for investors to take advantage of opportunities in the crypto space. Mm-hmm. So all of these factors, I think, also foster the growth we have mm-hmm. seen in Talos and also one of the key reasons why we set up our APEC headquarters in Singapore. Okay, okay. Before we continue on, um, it seems like Elizabeth has joined us now. Elizabeth Dethi, who is the product lead at Talos. Elizabeth, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. Hi, hi. Okay, just to kick off um, with you joining us, as a woman working in the crypto space, are there any challenges? Yeah, I think one of the main challenges um, and in crypto and probably others is really establishing mm-hmm. the credibility with clients um, when you're advising on technical integrations and their workflows, um, being one of the only women and usually one of the youngest in the room. Mm-hmm. Like just establishing that credibility can take a bit more time, mm-hmm. um, but with a background in traditional markets, building FX solutions for banks, mm. um, that experience really lends a lot of credibility, and I think clients really value that. Okay. And across Talos, mm-hmm. more broadly, the experience in traditional markets mm-hmm. uh, means clients have a lot of confidence when they All use right. our product. Okay, okay. I mean, credibility is very important. So, Pamela, um, continuing on with you, would we see more sustained shifts in holdings toward alternative assets, including crypto, in the face of macroeconomic uncertainty? 
I think it is likely we will continue to see more sustained shifts because mm. institutional, which is where Talos focus is in, tend to have a much more longer term horizon and mm. a greater tolerance for risk compared to retail investors. Okay. They also tend to go through a more rigorous risk and portfolio analysis mm-hmm. before making any investment decisions. Also, the uncertainty about the future of the economy is causing many institutional investors to look for ways to diversify their portfolios, seek out new investment opportunities. Mm -hmm. As an alternative asset like crypto, I think digital assets, crypto can provide a hedge against traditional financial markets and a potential source of returns. Mm-hmm. So many traditional players are, in fact, as you can see, building out their digital asset teams and indication that they see the potential in the market. Mm-hmm. And so much more in APEC, where we are in, we are seeing continued interest from clients, especially on the cell side service providers. So, for example, our white label solution, which Elizabeth here is the product lead for, has seen growth since its launch last year that will allow our clients to provide crypto trading services to their end users. Okay, okay. So after, you know, what happened last year, we've seen all those bankruptcies and fallout of major crypto players. Of course, we can expect more regulations for governments to kick in. And in fact, today I'm seeing that Singapore-based crypto exchange Crypto.com is also reducing its global workforce by about 20%. I mean, there's a lot of turmoil in the crypto sector. How would this change the way that people are investing in crypto? Would that you know, deter more investors away from trading in crypto or would we see an increase in trading volume? What What is going to happen? I think investors themselves are likely to be more cautious, mm-hmm. especially when choosing where they want to custody their crypto in yeah. and also the exchanges and dealers that they trade with. Mm-hmm. I think the next iteration of the ecosystem will have vastly improved risk management tools some mandated by regulation, which Mm -hmm. will improve the stability and maturity of the system enough to attract additional institutional investors. Mm. I think crypto service companies generally without product market fit, sustainable business models, or really enough financial runway will not survive. Mm -hmm. And this might actually lead to acquisitions and industry consolidation like exchanges, which will simplify and strengthen the remaining firms and their product offerings overall a positive strength for investors. Mm -hmm. And on the regulations piece, I think government will likely implement stricter regulations in response to all of the events that happened Mm -hmm. last year. In fact, smart regulations will always be good for the industry. Mm -hmm. The reason why a lot of traditional funds and asset managers are sitting on the sidelines is also because they need more clarity in regulations. Something interesting, Talos itself was first built in a bear market in 2018, Mm -hmm. the last crypto winter. So Mm. each time within a crypto winter, the ecosystem has learned from its mistakes and emerged stronger, really more mature and more resilient. Mm, Okay, okay. And Elizabeth, you know, how are institutional investors able to diversify their portfolios to digital assets with the institutional great security and compliance that they're looking for? Yeah, really what institutional investors are going to be looking for is institutional grade software like Talos Mm -hmm. that will enable them to enter the digital asset space seamlessly as it will already have the tools and features required Mm -hmm. to manage digital assets in a way that is aligned with their security and compliance Mm -hmm. requirements. And then having that easy entryway, they'll be able to diversify their portfolio 
into digital assets and access a lot of the benefits that this mm. asset class has, such as increased liquidity, diversification, and access to new forms of returns. So I think what they're going to really look for are platforms like Telus that can offer safety and trust and uh-huh. making sure that, you know, environments are encrypted and isolated that the platform is going to be up and accessible 24-7, mm-hmm. mm. and then looking for strong support where, given that this is an asset class that trades 24-7, mm. making sure that they're going to be supported anytime the market is up, okay. which is always. Okay. So on that note, Elizabeth, do you have any advice for institutions trying to diversify their portfolios to digital assets or those you know looking to trade in crypto? Yeah, and I think this is not investment advice mm-hmm. by any stretch, but I think institutions are really going to be looking at three main things. That's mm. the platform they're using, mm-hmm. their custody solution, mm. and then a long-term perspective. Mm. So making sure that they're using a secure and compliant platform that's been audited and complies with regulations. Okay. Having an institutional-grade custody solution to safeguard your digital assets and reduce risk. Mm. And then ultimately, this is a nascent asset class. It's young and evolving, mm-hmm. um, which is very exciting. But it bear, it's, it's worth it to take a longer term perspective mm. um, and be prepared for some of the shorter term volatility and fluctuations. Right. There's so much to learn. Well, thank you so much, Pamela and Elizabeth, for joining us today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. We've been speaking to Pamela Lee, head of sales APAC, and Elizabeth Dethy, who is the product lead at Talos. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.